From the Financial Times in New York, I'm Amy Keene, and this is FT News. Hillary Clinton is recuperating from pneumonia in her upstate New York home after taking ill at a September 11th memorial ceremony on Sunday. Campaign officials have said that she was diagnosed with a respiratory illness on Friday, but they made no official statement on the candidate's health until hours after she left the event. This has prompted fresh questions about her candor during this campaign. The FT's Courtney Weaver joins me from D.C. to explain this latest development in the final stretch of the presidential election. Hi, Courtney. Hi, Amy. A candidate coming down with pneumonia and not announcing it to the press right away. Why is that making such headlines? It's not just the fact that Hillary Clinton has pneumonia. Um, This really goes back to two things. The first is that, if you remember, over the past few weeks, uh, we've had a lot of right-wing conservative bloggers making claims that, you know, Hillary Clinton doesn't have the fitness to be president Uh, We've heard Donald Trump since last year saying, questioning her energy, questioning her stamina. Um, And then a few weeks ago, a video came out uh, showing, you know, Clinton kind of reacting to a reporter and some right wing bloggers thought that she was having seizures in this video. Um, So, you know, the Clinton campaign has been saying, oh, these are just conspiracy theories. Uh, When she had this hacking cough last week, they were kind of, you know, joking about it and just saying, you know, seasonal allergies. Um, And then lo and behold, she actually does have, you know, a serious illness, you know, granted an illness that people get all the time and people recover from very quickly, you know, but she wasn't as healthy as she was claiming. Um, And this kind of goes back to these bigger issues about trustworthiness and problems that people have with her as a candidate. Um, There was a CNN or C poll last week. And according to that poll, uh, 50 percent of registered voters found that Donald Trump was the more trustworthy of the two candidates. And only 35 percent of voters thought Clinton was. Um, And so this just kind of goes back to this is one of her biggest issues that she's been trying to surmount this whole campaign. Um, And I think this really goes to the heart of that. Yeah, absolutely. So why why keep it a secret? Why why not be more forthcoming about this? You know, as you said, this is is a relatively common illness that many people have have well recovered from. Yeah, I mean, I think like looking back in history, she is not the first candidate to get sick. Um, You know, presidents have been very sick. You know, we had FDR who, you know, everyone knows had polio. Uh, Also, uh, JFK also was very sick. He had Addison's disease, which causes fatigue and dizziness. Um, You know, and this is people now think this is why he collapsed on a trip to the UK and during the campaign. Um, But I think it's interesting, you know, decades ago, obviously, presidents were able to keep this a secret. There wasn't Twitter. There wasn't social media. There wasn't 24-hour cable news. Yeah, it's definitely a different age. A different different age age to be campaigning in. And I, I think there are some parallels. You know, one of the other big issues we've been writing about this campaign is about Hillary Clinton's email and her private server. Um, And if you kind of followed it, there was this back and forth between her uh, and Colin Powell, who was Secretary of State, talking about how he used personal email while he was in the government. But it really, I mean, you know, obviously technology is changing so quickly um, and social media and basically what the public expects of candidates, presidential candidates. Uh, And so I think this is just a further reflection of this that, you know, she still thinks she can get away with, you know, the sort of um, media coverage that her husband was getting away with in the 90s, that we didn't have these 24-hour cable news networks and and Twitter. Uh, but she's being held to a different standard, just like the other presidential candidates. Now, in fairness, both Mrs. Clinton and Mr. Trump are among some of the oldest presidential candidates that we've had in recent history. And they both happen to have kept their medical records a bit of a secret in during this campaign. Uh, we've got some reports today that they're both going to release their records or, or more of their records. What's What's happening there? Uh, so basically, this morning, Trump came out uh, and said, after, you know, he he surprisingly didn't, you know, go after Clinton, you know, for saying that, you know, for the fact that she had pneumonia. Um, but he did say he was going to be releasing more detailed medical records this week and that he had just happened to have a medical checkup last week. Um, 
And in response, Clinton's spokesman said she too would be releasing more details about her medical history. Um, but up until now, we really haven't seen that much. You know, typically we'll have much more information on a candidate's medical history, especially when they're um, the sort of age that Clinton and Trump are. Clinton is 68, soon to be 69 in a couple of weeks, and Trump is 70. Um, and it's really been, especially from Trump, uh, we've had very little knowledge about detailed history of his health. We we just have access to one doctor's note, which, you know, proclaimed him to be the healthiest individual ever, um, almost a, a satire of, of a Trump speech. Um, so I think waiting to see what these medical uh, reports reveal will be very interesting. And I think it's important to note that most presidential candidates, their, you know, their respective physicians do declare you know, by either releasing records or or in a, an official statement that what you know whether or not that candidate is fit medically speaking to be president. So this there is precedent here right. for releasing these. Yes. So given yes, all absolutely. of this, you know, Mrs. Clinton is expected to return to the campaign later this week. How is all of this going to impact you know her first few days back and and then going forward to the remaining weeks of the campaign? I mean, I think this just goes back to the central issue that we were talking about earlier, which is trustworthiness. I mean, it seems like this would have become a much uh, smaller story if on Friday when she was diagnosed with uh, pneumonia, she had, you know, shared that with the public, taken a couple of days off the trail. I think people would be a lot more understanding. But it was these sort of mixed messages we got on Sunday where we didn't know first where she'd gone after she abruptly left uh, the September 11th memorial event that she was at. Um, and then, you know, it was hours before we actually had a confirmation from the campaign that she did have pneumonia. Um, so, you know, this is going, it's not just about her having pneumonia or being sick. It's more just about this trustworthy question that keeps coming up. Well, thanks so much for your time, Courtney. And listeners, you can read more, uh, see the latest polls and stay up to date with uh, with Courtney's reporting on the trail at ft.com forward slash polls. Thanks, Courtney. Thanks, Amy. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc., Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.